Hello and welcome to Relationship Rescue. Every relationship begins with you, the podcast. I am so happy that you are here today. Um, you know, so we are in the middle of this, you know, three-part series, um, Should I Stay or Should I Go? And I'm going to break this up in the middle right here. Right now, today, I'm going to um, talk about, you know, the outcomes that we we get back in life, right? So every event that happens, we have a re- response or a reaction to it. And that response and that reaction creates the outcome. So I decided to put this in the middle, okay, of the should I stay or should I go with all of those questions? Because one of the things that I have my clients do is look within themselves, deeply within themselves. The greatest gift I give myself, have given myself is to look within myself and own my side of the street. If you don't own your side of the street, you cannot possibly blame others for their side. You got to take care of your own. And then once you've taken care of your own, then you can look at the big picture, right? And in and, and, and their side of the street and say, well, yours is pretty filthy and, and I've got liking the way this is. And, and yeah, we're, it's not going to work, right? But you got to own what's your part first too. So when people come to me and they say, should I stay or should I go, Heather, you know, in so many words, and we go through these things, well, what is your part? Because I can't tell you, there's not a person that doesn't come to me and say, he or she, it's, it's their fault. This is what they do. It's all them, 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 them. Well, no. Again, two, a relationship is relational. It's two people. It's not autonomous. It's not one person. There's two. There's always two sides to a story. So today I want to talk about the event plus your response, re- reaction, which equals the outcome. See, what you actually want is a response, not a reaction, because the reaction is coming from that emotional place, right? Those limiting beliefs and the automatic negative thoughts that create the emotion of anger, sadness, resentment, hurt, whatever it is, then we react from that emotion. A response is um, you've thought about it, you're not reacting based on emotion. You're reacting based on, you know, clear and concise um, clarity within how you feel, what you would like to say. You know, you're not reacting. It's not a snap reaction off the cuff, shoot the gun, right? No, it's so, you know, so one of the most pervasive myths in life, and this is a myth, is that we are entitled to a great life. So, yeah. God wants us to have the best life ever. He wants us to just be and have it all. Because guess what? It's you know what? There is more than enough money in this world for everybody a hundred times over. There is everything we need to have that life we desire is here in front of us, right there. Imagine the wall, a wall, but you can see through it, right? It's a glass wall. And on one side, the wall is you. And on the other side is everything you want. And it's staring at you. And the only thing stopping you from getting it is a wall that you built. That you built. I like to say to my clients, like, imagine that you have a closet in heaven and it has your name on it. And it says, this closet says Heather. And all that, the closet door is waiting to be opened. But it's not opening because I am reacting like an idiot. Or like an angry person, or I'm reacting in ways that, you know, are not honoring myself or honoring others. 
So guess what? That great life and everything that we want, everything through that glass wall in that closet stays away. We can't get to it. Right? We are responsible for our life. You know, nobody else is responsible to fill us up with happiness, exciting career opportunities, family time, blissful personal relationships, simply because we exist. The real truth is that the only person responsible for the quality of the life you live is you. If you want to be successful in your relationships, in your marriages, in your career, in your finances, you have to take 100% responsibility for everything you experience in life. And this includes your achievements, the results you produce, the quality of your relationships, the state of your health, your income, your debts, and your feelings. It's all your responsibility. Nobody else's, not your moms, your dads, your sisters, your cousins, your brothers, your friend, your coworker, your boss, or your children. Yours. It's not easy. Why? Because most of us have been conditioned to blame something outside of ourselves. Especially for the parts that we don't like about ourselves. We blame our parents, our bosses, our friends, our coworkers, our spouse, the weather, the economy, our lack of money, this, that, everybody. But we never want to look at where the problem is and that's within ourselves. Did somebody, when during your childhood, were you possibly abused, abandoned? Where did you have enmeshment in your family? Were your parents not loving? Was yes. Yep, most most likely you did not have a perfect childhood. It was it could have been downright shitty. I had the shittiest childhood. It was shitty. There were moments of great things that I I focus on now, but overall it was shitty. I still get hung up on the fact that I don't have a mother and don't know what her voice sounds like at times. I'm just like, this is odd. How could I not have a mother? How could I not know what her voice sounds like? How can I not even remember what she looks like? How can I look at a picture of her when I'm three years old in the picture with her and have no idea who that woman is? Is that fair? No. Everyone has a mom, don't they? When I was growing up, every person had a mother but me. I did not know one child that did not have a mother. It was odd. It was odd. And then to have an insane, narcissistic, alcoholic dad that was just screwing every woman in the neighborhood, having affairs with every person's wife. He was just so charming and narcissistic and good looking. And we, you know what? There was actually men that ended up banging on our doors because looking for my dad. But he wasn't home. He was out drunk. And, you know, the stories go on. I could go tell you all my whole story. One day I will. I'll just, just have an episode to Heather's insane life. But guess what? You have a story too, don't you? Now, if I stuck to that story and if I stayed stuck in that shit and continued to blame all of the things I just listed, what would happen to me? I would not be living the life I've lived, am living. I finally one day said enough. You take responsibility for yourself, for all your outcomes, Heather, for your reactions and everything. And you need to do the same. You're, you're taking advice from a woman that was not born with a silver spoon in her mouth. I was homeless at 22 and pregnant, had no money, no health insurance, had nothing. Okay. I know what this is. I have lived it. I'm not asking you to do something that I have not done. 
So it's time to look, stop looking outside of yourself for answers to why you haven't created the life and the results you want. If you want to create the quality of life you deserve, then produce the results you desire. And that starts by changing your responses to events and things that are happening. See, to achieve major success in life and in your relationships, you must assume, again, 100% responsibility for your life. Nothing less will do. Take 100% responsibility means that you are going to acknowledge that you create everything that happens to you. It means that you understand you are the cause of all of your experiences. While some experiences are out of your control, meaning I couldn't control the fact that my mother died, how I look at it now, what I do with it is in my control. If you want to be successful in your relationships and in your life, and I know you do because you're listening, then you must give up blaming and complaining and take responsibility from here on out for all the results in your life, success and failures. It's a prerequisite for creating that life of success. See, it is only by acknowledging that you've created everything up until now that you can, you know, like basically take charge of creating the future you want. The day I gave up, and I remember all the excuses, the victim stories, the reasons why I couldn't, all the blaming of outside circumstances, that was the day my life started to change. It's time to give up all excuses forever. You have to take the position that you've always had the power to make it different, to get it right, to produce the desired result. For whatever reason, okay, lack of awareness, fear, needing to be right, the need to feel safe. Meaning, you know, you're going to stay with somebody because of their money um, or you're going to do this because you feel safe. Whatever reason you chose not to exercise that power, it's OK. It doesn't matter. That's fine. I get it. You know, we all come to a certain point where we have to make that decision. Well, I'm going to I'm, I'm, I'm giving you this. I'm making you make the decision right now. From this point forward, I want you to choose yes to you and to taking responsibility. It's a choice to act as if you're 100% responsible for everything that does or does not happen for you. See, here's how, what I want you to do. If something doesn't turn out as planned, I want you to ask yourself, listen to these questions. If you have a pen and paper, now's the time to jot it down. Maybe I'll put it in the notes. How did I create that? What was I thinking? What were my beliefs? What did I say or not say? What did I do or not do to create that result? How did I get the other person to act that way? What do I need to do differently next time to get the result I want? Again, the E plus the R equals the O. The event plus the response equals the outcome. Every outcome you experience in life, life success or failure, wealth or poverty, health or illness, joy or frustration, results from how you have responded to an earlier event or events in your life. If you don't like the outcomes you're currently getting, you have two choices. You ready? One, you can blame the event for the lack of results. In other words, you can blame the economy, the weather, the lack of money, your parents, racism, gender bias, your employers, your partner, your spouse. No doubt, guys, all of these factors exist. But if they are your deciding factors, you will never find success ever, ever, ever. Zero chance. Guess what? Many people overcome these limiting factors, many, every day. So it can't be the limiting factor limiting you. It is not the external conditions and circumstances that stop you. It's you. 
We stop ourselves. We think limiting thoughts and engage in self-defeating behaviors. We defend our self-destructive habits, drinking, smoking, gaming, having affairs, cheating, not getting enough sleep, eating poorly with indefensible logic. We ignore useful feedback. We ignore things like this podcast you're listening to. We fail to educate ourselves. We fail to learn new skills. We fail to go get help, get coaching, get therapy, whatever you need. You waste time, you know, on trivial aspects of lives. You engage in the idle gossip, the unhealthy food, the failing to exercise, the failing to invest in your future, avoiding the necessary conflict. That's a big one. Non-assertive people, please avoid necessary conflict. You fail to tell the uncomfortable truth. The uncomfortable truth is part of what's going to get you to the outcome you desire. So, you know, you don't ask for what you want and then you wonder why your life, your life isn't working. Come on, wake up. Wake up. Or number two, you can stay right there, stuck in number one, everything I just explained. Or number two, you can instead change your responses to the events, the way things are until you get the outcomes you want. Change your thinking, change your communication, change the pictures you hold in your head, change the behavior of the things you do. Seek help if you need help. Ask questions, have the uncomfortable conversations. Because guess what? That's all you have control over anyway. Unfortunately, most of us are stuck and run by our habits that we never change, which is is our behavior. We get stuck in the conditioned responses, the reactions to our partners, to our children, our colleagues, our customers, clients, the world at large. And we are a bundle of conditioned reflexes that operate outside of our control. And it's ridiculous. You know what? You have to regain the control of your thoughts, your images, the dreams, daydreams, and behavior. Everything you think, say, and do needs to become intentional and aligned with your purpose, values, and goals. If you don't like what you are experiencing right now and what you are producing, you have to change your responses, change your negative thoughts to positive ones. I'm saying it again. Change your habits, change your friends, change how you talk to yourself and others. Seek help. Because if you keep doing what you've always done, you're going to keep getting what you've always gotten. And the day you change your responses, the day your life getting it gets better. Because I'm going to tell you something right now, and it's going to be hard to hear. You're the one that stayed in the job. You're the one that didn't take care of it. You're the one that trusted him or her. You're the one who didn't say no. You're the one who took the crappy job. You're the one who ate the junk food. You're the one that drank too much. You're the one that chose to not quit smoking. You're the one that chose to believe them. You're the one who ignored your intuition. You're the one that kept you stuck. You're the one that stayed in the toxic relationship. You're the one that keeps deciding to live in mediocrity. Nobody else, not one other person, but you. And guess what? I believe in you. (laughs) And that's the truth. I believe in you. I know the capabilities of human beings, and they are extraordinary, insanely extraordinary. Dig deep, dig so deep, you find them. I'm gonna, I'm including a link to my calendar. Sign up for a call, a free call with me. Know this: don't sign up for the free call unless you're serious. Unless you're serious, I'm going to give you a ton of clarity, but I'm also going to say, this is what we need to do. 
if you're not ready to take action, if you're not ready to invest in yourself and in your future and in your marriage or your relationship and healing and, and, and going for the life you want and living up to your highest potential, then please do not book the call. I only talk to people and only desire to talk to people that are serious. Not that I don't love people that aren't here yet. But if you're not at a place where you're ready to change, where it's harder to stay the same, then I then I can't help you. you. I can only help people that are ready to help themselves. This call is for those people. And I and I hope you call because your marriage most likely can be saved. You most likely can get the job you desire, open the business that you want, have everything you desire. And you need some extra help and that's okay. So I'm going to put the link up for you. And in the meantime, I love you. I, you know what? Here's the thing. I do. Do I know you know? Does it sound weird? Sure. But guess what? We're, the world is love. That's all we are. We are full. We are. The world is about love and connection. Do I love everything that people do? No, but I love human beings. Human beings. Because at the core of who we are, we are good. And somewhere along the way, the goodness was sucked out. And we, it was replaced with bad shit. That is probably the most uncouth, <laughs> ungrateful way of putting it. But I put it in so many different ways of really what goes on that whatever, that's really the way it is. And I love the human being because I know the potential. I see what we can have and do and be. And I know how much God loves you. And if God loves all of us, why can't we all love others? It's not that I don't love people. There are things that I do that I don't like that people do. But as far as my compassion and empathy, it gets across the board. So if you're ready, book a call. If not, when you're ready, go to my website. If it's in a month or a year, it'll be up. So, okay, guess what? Next, um, next podcast will be um, part four of our series on should I stay or should I go? And the question that we will be um, talking about, I will be talking about, is super juicy, super loaded. And it's a big one to knowing if, um, you know, you should get, stay or go or go. Thanks you so much. Have a good night, a good weekend, a good morning, a good afternoon whenever you're listening to this. Remember, every relationship begins with... Bye.